This is Sage Talking. If your brain is ready to soak up some natural, informative, and no BS knowledge, then you're in the right place. Join me in talks about nature, people, health, sustainable businesses, and everything in between. You won't miss out on the occasional politics and interviews with ecopreneurs either. P.S. I want to know what you want to know. So send in questions or topic requests on my IG at thrive underscore by nature. Hey, and thank you for being here. Good day, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Sage Talking. Today, I'm talking to the founder and director of Ona Healing, Natalie. She is a qualified Kundalini yoga teacher, holographic kinetics practitioner, transpersonal coach, and sound healer. Today, she's talking to me about earth circles, the beauty of reconnecting with your inner power, and also what nature means to her in her everyday life, how it enriches her life, and how it heals her. And also, I have a new thing. I'm going to be shouting out an organization, an activist, environmentalist, a writer, an author, someone that inspires me. I'm going to leave the link down below each time and shout out an organization or a person at the end of each episode so you can check them out and I can share people or organizations I'm inspired by. So stay tuned for that and enjoy this episode. Hi, Natalie. Hi, Stella. Oh, it's so good to talk to you. I've been so excited for this. I, I've read through your website and I've looked on your Instagram several times. And I'm just so, I felt so connected to it. Also, I'm so excited to talk to you today. Oh, that's beautiful to hear. I'm really excited as well to talk. I love everything you do. And thank you so much for inviting me over. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's, it's a true pleasure. So first of all, um, tell me a little bit about Ona Healing. Okay, so Ona Healing is to help people find their birthright on this earth, is to help people remind themselves of what is true. Why are we here on earth? What's the importance of connecting back to earth in our everyday lives, however possible? It's just the bridging back to who we are and who we came to be. So in little words, Ona Healing is a place where you can reconnect to your true nature, to your true essence with the work and with the help of nature, mother nature. So that's a bit of what Ona Healing is. <laughs> Because you do you do a Kundalini yoga and spirit coaching and also baby blessings. And I was very interested, I think most people know what Kundalini yoga is, but what is spirit coaching exactly? Okay, so spirit coaching is a mixture of holographic kinetics. So it's an Aboriginal healing modality where you connect uh, through muscle testing to your spirit. And from there on, we find what's really happening on your body. Because sometimes through different healing modalities, we only check energy or we only check physical bodies or we only check on our soul. But our spirit, everyone has a spirit and the spirit has the information of many, many things, past lives, uh, genetic lines, uh, hereditary lines. So by accessing spirit in, within muscle testing, similar to kinesiology, you can access um, a whole like bunch of universe within you. So the spirit coaching is basically finding uh, what's really bothering you in this lifetime. And once we find that through the holographic kinetics, we undo um, as uh, similar through like coaching experience through different sessions to find the goal or what you want to feel or what you want to aim towards. 
Mm-hmm. At the end. That is that is I I also read it on your website like about um clarifying vision and life purpose and identifying emotional trauma, anger, frustration, panic attacks, fear. And it spoke to me so much because this these things have been some of the biggest um yeah focus points in my life for the last few years and um it's it's so interesting all the different things that you can do. Um I find it so amazing. And um what is what exactly are baby blessings what do you do there so baby blessing and blessing ways we call them are ways of honoring the mother when the mother is pregnant through the last phase of pregnancy mm-hmm. and honoring the spirit of the baby so we gather in circle and um, the mother will bring all her close friends to help to help her held um, a ceremony so the ceremony will include uh, some kind of a practice spiritual practice usually kundalini special beautiful because usually it's just before the the spirit takes over the physical body of the baby so it's a really very beautiful way to honor it and to really like help the mother receive it and be comfortable and be fully present with whatever it's going to happen after so yeah it's yeah. just holding the mother in a way and That's... and like like with the earth circles that you do i see that a lot on your instagram all that you do is basically also um reconnecting to mother earth and um not as i would see it what i took away from it was a lot reconnecting to mother earth and yourself not just in the head but like in the heart and um what exactly do you do in in earth circles because you could do that quite a lot right Yeah, so the Earth Circles came um, as a a really special vision. I I, I got it from actually nature. (laughs) It was uh, the beginning of coronavirus time, so there was a lot of fear, a lot of panic, um, a lot of disconnection to this reality, to this Earth. So it was a moment where people were really disconnected and really yeah fearful. So it just came to me that we needed to connect back to what's holding us, which is the Great Earth, which is the Great Mother. And she's always there for us. Sometimes we just forget. So the Earth Circles is actually a remembering so that you're being held by a greater power and it's on the Earth. So the Earth Circles basically help you connect like mothers, children, so whoever wants to come to come back to the Earth. So different rituals, um, exercise, movement, breath, meditation, sound healing, uh, to reconnect with the Earth. And they're always based on nature. That's the first they usually, yeah, we always do them on nature. And it's just coming back to earth, you know, just to be sitting onto earth. I think nowadays there's a lot of disconnection because there's so much technology as well, especially yeah. for the little ones. So it's a way to really reconnect to what is real. We forget sometimes what is real in all this social media, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and for mothers as well to to breathe, you know, and to remind themselves uh, what is important and what is real and, and that life. It's beautiful, you know. Sometimes it's overwhelming for a lot of mothers. To, you know, motherhood journey yeah. is full on. So it's yeah, coming back to to center, coming back to the breath, coming back to the earth. Yeah, and, I think yeah. sometimes yeah, everything everything moves so fast, and there's so much information, and and in this world there are so many things that are happening all the time that we can easily forget the really important things and the things that we actually that are in our heart but we sometimes forget it because we get so disconnected what do you think is the best thing for people like to 
connect to that again, to just like be still for a moment and to come back to everything that is really important, like nature and just your own health and awareness. How do, how do you think is a good way for people who feel completely disconnected, who would even read maybe your website and say, ah, this all sounds too you know, like too hippie or foreign. What would you think is good for people to start getting back to that? So the first thing I will say to people is to, wherever you are, take a big breath and remind yourself of the gift of life. You're giving one life and you're experiencing it right now. So whatever is happening in your life, however hard, however difficult, um, just take a breath and reset. Remind yourself what is real. I'm grateful mm. for the life I have right now. And if you can... Uh, go sit down on the grass, wherever you are, on the grass, on the tree, because nature holds a special electromagnetic field that will just rem like will basically reset, you know, your body. Yeah. To really come back to zero. So, like, it's just a really easy example. Like, when you go to nature, you feel really good, and sometimes when you go to the mall or to a really busy place, you feel a bit tired afterwards. Mm -hmm. So it's just the body saying, like, go do more of of that, you know, do more yeah. of nature, do more of breathing. It's just, you know, just coming back, just sitting down and taking a deep breath. You know, it's not much, it's not going into a lot of meditation. It's just coming back to your breath and and to remind yourself the beauty that is to be alive and and to breathe, you know. <laughs> yeah. Are there are there people that sometimes come to you um and they they are very unsure if they even want to do this if they want your help and and there maybe they have some adversities against it they're not quite sure but they come to you and afterwards they say wow this this was amazing i feel a lot different now but some people who are like not quite sure if they want to do this yeah yeah i've got uh, i've had experience <laughs> A few times where people are unsure or some um, earth circles or it's a bit too weird. But once they they sit down and they really disconnect and and just honor, you know, the presence, mm -hmm. the breath, it just makes a big difference. Or I have a lot of clients that come because someone told them to come to see me because a lot of my, my work is through word of mouth. I find the word of mouth is really potent. Mm -hmm. And... Sometimes I come because a, a friend told them and they're a bit like, oh, a praise of, of they're not sure what's going on. But once they see how you work through spirit and how you work with your own body, how you work with, you know, when you're really open to, to something that you want to heal, it really mm -hmm. happens. So it's really beautiful to see the change and, and to see that it really helps people like to. Yeah. And because you have two beautiful daughters and what do you what do you try to teach them? What do you think is nowadays especially important for us to give to to children and um, what should, what is important nowadays to show them when they're young? I think for me is a connection to the earth, really taking them for walks, you know, actually they can experience nature by themselves and free play on nature. Like that's the way a beautiful way of learning and, and reconnecting. I mean, they're already connected. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. just doing more of that connection. So taking them to to walks, to taking flowers, and, and telling them stories about the earth, about you know uh, how to breathe. You know, it's all about playfulness with them, creativity, because it really makes them open-minded to towards that. You know, and yeah. 
So definitely nature connection, breath as well, through songs, through rhythms. And children also, they, they, they learn by watching the mother, you know, so yeah. they, they learn through, <laughs> to, yeah, through watch. So whatever the mother is doing, they're watching regardless of, so um yeah yeah and I, but i have to say that is sometimes um that uh i have to say scares me a little because um nowadays even more than ever there are so many children who are growing up who because as you said they're their mothers their parents they don't um they don't have this connection to nature anymore or or see this importance of um getting children out into nature and and teaching them from a young age so sometimes i think that the next generations that are going to grow up and where there's even more of this disconnection of what there is now um what would you think even parents who don't see this importance and who themselves are not very connected to nature what would you tell them about the importance of really um getting getting children out into nature making them feel safe in nature and not like something that you have to visit because it is foreign because some people actually or many people actually feel like that today yeah it's true i think i would say always to remind themselves of that inner child we can always, everyone can connect to that inner child and what they used to like when they were small. And in all, uh, most of the cases when we were small, we used to, to like to, to wonder, to, 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 to go to nature if we could, to, you know, to, to creative play. Yeah. So now I was just reminding ourselves of how, what we love to do when you were a child and what, and how we felt the, the, the most beautiful ways, how we felt really happy. And usually when it's around nature, you find that happiness again so it's just reminding ourselves you know like putting ourselves yeah. like if we were the children again and what would you like to do and not doing it as a as a something foreign it could be little steps you know if, and i know that some people live in the city and it's really hard and it's just like maybe an hour trip to go to you know to the bush yeah. or to the forest but it's simple ways of maybe getting a like, creative in the house maybe buying a bit of, of a pot and showing them how to plant a seed and just mm -hmm. seeing the magic of planting a seed. It doesn't have to be really, you know, because I know it's harder these days, you know, and we yeah. it has work, but it's finding creative ways to, to show the miracle of life. And that's what nature gives us to, it, it shows us the miracle of life at every moment. Yeah. So it's just that finding ways, creative ways to, to end the yeah, end. It's really important. Like they could see, the difference of placing a child on the TV for three hours rather than going for 30 yeah. minutes in, the, in, in nature. It just, your energy shifts, it's completely. Yeah. So, um, and also because um, in this section where, where you describe um, the transpersonal coaching that you do, it says that it's also the art and science of awakening the spiritual qualities of peace, wisdom, purpose, and oneness in individuals. And it's also about the systems that we're part of the community, planet, universe, and also maybe finding out different things about yourself acknowledging yourself as a person do you feel that sometimes people who come to you are maybe scared of um, their emotions that are maybe going to surface or what they're going to find out about themselves if they kind of dive deeper oh definitely that's always a fear and what i always say on on the on one one-on-one clients um uh, it's usually the less thing you're 
you're going to expect is going to come up. So sometimes people come with, oh, I have this anger problem or I have this depression or I want to change this and that. And once we go into further into spirit and we, we channel the spirit and we, we do the work, sometimes it's things that were, yeah, like it was things from the child when they were children or when they didn't heal. So they're repeating the pattern. So sometimes yeah, people are fearful to, to come up with, you know, what they're really yeah. are feeling, but sometimes it's not even that. <laughs> it's something completely opposite. And that's yeah. what blows their minds. That sometimes we think that we're holding on to this anger, but it's not actually the anger that's that's holding us. It's something completely different or something that we haven't healed from past lives, from when we were a child. So it's really beautiful to see, you know, when the when there's no barriers, when you really go deep and you do the work and you allow the work to come through. So yeah, it's not always what it seems. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I can say. Do you do you personally feel that a lot of problems that that people have, or maybe also things that you see on social media, is um, all stems from this disconnection from nature, or do you think um, it's just because times change and problems that people have change, or that really most of it also maybe mental health issues are just because we're so disconnected, or most of us are so disconnected from nature nowadays. I think um, there's, there's many ways of seeing it. I definitely think that nature, the disconnection from nature has, yeah, made a few things a bit more unstable in everyone's life. But I, I find that also everyone has a different path and different things they have to heal. But through nature, through the pathway of nature, you can find that healing that you want. And mm -hmm. it, it's the, the first step, I think. Uh, also to learning even to meditate or to breathe you know just simple things that don't have to be really crazy but it can just change as well you know the times have changed you know it's different times than we were back in you know 20 yeah. 80 years ago uh, uh, we also have to adapt to those changes but the help of these techniques of these different methods will help you maintain um yeah maintain yourself on these times because they're quite hectic you know they're yeah. so it's a good way to bring the elements of nature the elements of breath the elements of ritual the elements of coaching or whatever ways you find yourself to be center again it could be different yeah. for other people but yeah that's my recommendation but yeah everyone's different everyone has yeah. different paths and and what would you say because i mean you're a person who who probably fe feels a lot and is very sensitive to feelings and emotions what when you go out into nature and when you really focus on it i don't know sit in the grass with your hands in the grass just grounding how would you describe what you feel when you're in nature like this this energy that that you can feel when you really open yourself up to it what does it feel like to you at first, it feels really grounding. It feels like I have arrived home, like I'm back home. And um, once you start connecting, you will start noticing that nature will speak to you in different ways, through birds, through wind, through the trees. Um, it's all connected. And we will slowly start noticing. They tell you stuff and they, they connect, try to connect with you. I know it sounds really crazy. <laughs> no, but... I, I completely understand that. Yeah, I, I feel the same because in um we have a, a, a 
big garden that connects to um, a forest. And every single day I wake up and first I think I just sit in the grass. I touch the grass or anything in the garden. And um, I feel like this this piece, just this backyard, it, it's, it gives you so much power. And it is such a place anywhere where nature touches you. I mean, any city where there's a lot of green, where there are more trees, it is, um, it is scientifically also proven that people are healthier wherever nature is. I mean, it's completely logical, but many people don't realize it anymore. <laughs> and I think, yeah, just this feeling of, of really having just this, this way to open your mind. Yeah. And just really feel nature is, is so important and something that, um, do you think that people can relearn that if, if someone has, has never experienced it or, or lost it? Do you think anybody can relearn feeling that? I think it's our, it's our nature as humans. We, we were and we are connected to nature. You know, we, we are born here in this earth. So yeah. it's just I mean, um, a readapting, re reminding ourselves and reconnecting. That's why I always use the word reconnecting back to, to our true nature, which is that state of complete, complete connection with yeah. everything. We, we are earth, you know, we come from earth. And yeah. if someone has no idea or definitely just but that's why I say just by sitting down, just grounding, just sitting and, and hearing, you know, the birds, the wind, I don't know, the the sing the, the, the ants, you know, like the yeah. the life because it's 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 a whole universe and it's there for us to remind ourselves that everything is going to be okay. <laughs> Um, do you sometimes, because I mean, now the world being what it is today, do you sometimes experience something like eco-anxiety that you look at like world news or climate change or anything and um, you have maybe experienced a type of fear? Because I mean, as someone as you who obviously loves nature and is very connected to it, to it do you sometimes yeah, get scared or feel angry or something like that? Oh, definitely. All the time. <laughs> That's yeah. why I, constantly. I remind myself that everything is going to be okay, especially now we're navigating throughout really, yeah, full on times. A lot of change, change is happening. Yeah. So we're in that peak of that collective change and a lot of anxiety, a lot of fear, a lot of, yeah, change and everyone's feeling it. And yeah, the, it's the best way to, to really breathe and come back to series by sitting down in nature and knowing that everything happens and there's always that cycle and you know so yeah. but definitely we're approaching great change right now and is the best thing to do right now is to really don't feed on that fear rather yeah. than feed on that you know tranquility <laughs> And what is what is something that you do like in your own home or maybe that you try to also give to others um, in a way to live more? I don't always really like this word, but just so everybody understands what I mean, to live more sustainably. I, I don't really always like to use this word because it's such a brand branding word <laughs> that like companies put on everything and say it's yeah, yeah. sustainable, but just for general so that everybody knows what I'm talking about. What do you do in your life where you say um, you, you, you do it, try to live as sustainably as possible because of course we all live on this earth and even a homeless person is still living too yeah. unsustainably for our earth. So what do you do in your everyday life? 
so in everyday life in our family yeah. uh, talking sustainability and yeah we we compost every day mm -hmm. so all of the mornings we have our, our, our smoothie our veggies and we always uh, then compost it to the warm we have a warm farm we also have some chickens with mm -hmm. the chickens we compose that uh, we try not to use single plastic everything is definitely not pl banned plastic in my house in a way yeah um but oh, we do i mean we try to buy everything eco-friendly like as much as possible i know it's our branding as well yeah <laughs> but i mean everybody understands these words at least so do you have like a like a market or something you can go to near you yes so every friday we also go to, to the markets we buy everything there most of the groceries there we also have some uh, local organic um deliveries for mothers which is really hard sometimes to to go with kids to the supermarket yeah. so yeah it's a really beautiful um, place that's organic sustainable yeah family that gives like deliveries so especially um, produce depending on the season so it's not which is really beautiful so trying to consume everything according to season um so that's one way of living more sustainable definitely yeah practices of the composting not banning single-use plastic or plates yeah. um yeah what else <laughs> so do you is. do you also grow your own food in in if do you have a garden yeah we have a garden we try to grow our food uh, <laughs> i have to get more on top of that yeah. but we have definitely <laughs> all the herbs we have some corn, we have some panama berries, we have lots of magical herbs because that's what I use for my work. So definitely mm -hmm. magical herbs. Uh, we have some tomatoes, things that grow easy, some kale, definitely yeah. kale. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the chickens keep damaging our, <laughs> yeah, <I can> <laughs> our garden in that. Yeah, trying to find uh, a midway in between chickens and the garden. <laughs> And in your area, do you feel um do you feel like there is a, a a consciousness for nature in your community where you live? Um, is it widespread or is it just you and maybe like a few people around you, or is it generally an area where people are very connected to nature? No, definitely, I find so we live in in Sydney, so in the northern beaches. Mm -hmm. I find that there's a beautiful community that everyone's really you know sustainable, really taking care of the earth in every way possible. So mm -hmm. I feel that there's a really big movement about where we are, which is really beautiful. A lot of people trying to connect with the land, grow their veggies, you know, sustainable practice, no single-use plastic. Um, there's a lot of uh, co-op shops. Um, mm -hmm. When you, yeah, so it's it's it is a really yeah, really open-minded community, and everything's quite green. <laughs> yeah, know? that's nice. Which um, is really and, and do you because you also do holographic kinetics as you said before and um i read that it's based on the ancient aboriginal knowledge um and of the laws of lore i don't know if i'm pronouncing that correctly but Lord. what exactly does that mean it's correct so uh, in aboriginals they say that every every single thing planet rock animal has a spirit so the law of lore is that everything has, um, like if you do something to the plant, 
the plant will do something to you. That's the mm -hmm. law of law in a way. So everything has synchronicity, everything is connected. So you don't, you cannot harm without expecting for the other one to harm back. It's just yeah. a law of the universe. So that's the law of law in a way. And the, the teachings of holographic kinetics are made by the law of law, which is everything has a spirit in it, even a rock, which is amazing to, to see it that way, you know? Yeah. A tree, everything is connected. So you can connect to the spirit of the rock, you can connect to the spirit of the tree, everything is spirit and in Aboriginals they're really connected to to the land, to, to, to hearing the land, to connecting to the voices, to, to, to respecting the earth, you know? Every time they approach to a different, um, a, a different country or a different um, area, they will actually respect and honor them, the, the area, the law of the area, and actually uh, come in by asking permission, which is really beautiful. So it's yeah. in a way, yeah, that that honoring and then respect, you know? Yeah, it sounds a lot more like um, living or living with Earth than m most of like Western cultures <laughs> living kind of above Earth where <laughs> people think they own everything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is really beautiful with the part of, about giving respect and really honoring where you are and the land that you're on. I think that's very beautiful and so important to recognize again that we're not above everything and that actually reconnecting to nature and living with nature is is the best you can do in this world although we often think that with all our technology and and modern cultures that this is the the way of living which i think people are starting to realize that it's really not yeah. hope it's not too late for that <laughs> Yeah, but at least um, it, it always gives me so much, so much hope um, to know that there are so many people like you and other people out there who are who are fighting for nature every day, who are also giving giving their knowledge um, to to other people so that it just gets spread. And this awareness, I mean, probably people that um, talk to you or that when you um, teach them things I mean they have that then in their life and maybe it gives them something to think about be more aware and really realize that yes nature is the one thing that we can always go back to and that we obviously need because without nature we can't live on this planet and I think it's beautiful to just spread this message and make people aware of that again yeah that's that's the message <laughs> yeah and that's and that's wonderful i think so if anybody who is listening to this thinks they need guidance back to their own truth or some coaching then i would definitely i'm going to also put your link down below so that everybody can access it and look at your website and maybe i'm going to come for a personal coaching Lisa, i i was just so um you're exactly the type of person that i would feel very connected to and i feel um that you have some very very great knowledge that you can give to other people and help them just recognize things about themselves they didn't know before and i think that's beautiful so maybe i will call you up for some definitely service. call me and we'll do <laughs> it, was, it was so lovely talking to you oh thank you no it was lovely to have you and to oh thank you so much it really makes me happy for this the generate your generation you know to be so yeah. open so you know oh caring for for this planet and for this you know the the 
greatest purpose so you really yeah it's an inspiration <laughs> so yeah thank you. and i think but i think it's beautiful that also as i said it, it makes me feel a little safer that there are people who still give this knowledge and and this love for for our planet and for nature and for themselves to their children because they of course are the next generation to come and um yeah i think that's beautiful so i thank you very much for all that you do and i hope uh, we will stay in touch definitely stay in touch and definitely have some some <laughs> coaching yes that would you. be wonderful <laughs> thank you so much stella <sighs> wonderful episode wasn't it it's just i i find it so nice to talk to so many inspiring beautiful people and natalie is definitely one of them so if you want some coaching or just check out her website the link is of course going to be down below and um if you like this episode please leave me a review maybe save this episode it helps me out a lot um, if anything, if you have questions for Natalie, her Instagram is going to be down below so you can shoot her a DM. And also here is going to be our first shout out, which I want to shout out Animal Rebellion. I'm going to leave their link down below to their website. Please support them. They're an incredible organization who is trying to create a world that protects beings of all species for generations to come. And they especially um, try to drive a lot of change in animal industry. And um, they do, maybe you've heard of them, they do a lot of sit-ins at McDonald's, for example, really try to pressure them to create a plant-based menu. They're an incredible organization who definitely could use some support. Um, and they just ooze so much power and love in driving this positive change. They're an incredible organization that I have so much respect for. So if you want to donate, um, join the group, do something, whatever you will with it. They're an incredible organization. Go check them out. And thank you for listening today. See you next episode.